Hello everybody, welcome to the first UTAB music podcast right here uh, coming to you from uh, UTAB Music HQ and we are very happy to do this. My name is Or Barnea and uh, you can call me Barney. I'm the head of content here at UTAB and with me is uh, Tomai Munihan. Hello. Hello, sir, which is uh, the QA manager and a developer here at uh, UTAB. And for a while now, we have been thinking that we should really do this podcast because for the first thing, we like to talk about music and the second thing we would like you to hear what we have to say so we've searched around and um, there's not a lot of music podcasts that's just talking about the stuff people love and this is what we are going to do right now so before we do this um, I'm happy that you are with us and you can uh, play us in all different kinds of platforms. And I want to pass this on to Tamai, which will tell you a little bit about who we are and what we do here at UTAB Music HQ. So uh, UTAB is uh, the new home for music lovers. It's a place for any musician, Or is singer. It? <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, any musician, singer, really anybody that loves music can come uh, over to our website, uh, read about any news, and use our uh, special al- algorithm to learn any song. It basically, we'll show you all the chords and lyrics for all of All, any song basically um, we have a uh, crew of professional musicians here uh, constantly checking that uh, all of the best songs are available and in perfect sync uh, with chords and lyrics with chords and, tabs. and lyrics and tabs and really it's getting better from day to day and obviously all with the magazine is doing uh, incredible work with the All of his articles and oh, information you, that he's, he's bringing to the table. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, we are working hard every day. And UTAB is not your usual startup. Uh, we do uh, work very hard, uh, <laughs> like everybody else, but the music keeps us going. And uh, that's the most beautiful thing here. Yep. So uh, this podcast is going to be talking about music talk and all the stuff that we do here. And we're going to just... Go straight up and start uh, digging in your brain about the stuff we liked and you might like too. So we're gonna edit this and like put music right about now. <laughs> so we can go into the first section, first thing we want to talk about. So Tomai, what is on our list? Well, uh, our list, uh, because it's Christmas. Oh, Christmas time. <laughs> I love it. Well, we thought of talking about uh, a bit of uh, presents and little gifts for yourself and all, anything really that you'd like to treat yourself because this is the uh, month of treating yourself with <laughs> new stuff. And uh, obviously any... Isn't every month a month of treating yourself with new stuff? Is this people this buying one, online and... Th- this one is special. Okay, good. Because, I mean, you get it in, in a box that's all wrapped and, uh, <laughs> underneath a tree or a menorah or whatever. I mean, some kind of place that you put a box. All right. And you're supposed to do as if you don't know what it is. So time, are you, you know. buying stuff this week? Oof. I, well, actually I'm in the process of selling stuff and, uh, <laughs> which is, uh, is a, is a kind of a gift to myself to, uh, release myself from all of the toys that I already have. Um, there are a couple of stuff that are on my, my wishlist, uh, in the coming months, uh, 
mostly uh, microphones of all kinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably, I'm looking into all of the Zoom microphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody doesn't know about those, really, you should check them out. It's all these portable uh, recording um, machines, basically. Uh, from little tiny uh, microphones that only have a record button, but that have great sounding microphones on them. It's a two condenser microphones in an XY uh, configuration, uh, up to a uh, mixer that uh, a portable mixer there that has eight channels and the same microphones inputted into the mixer. So I was looking at that. They also have a one that for video uh, that has like a actually a camera in it with the two microphones that they always input in every single thing that they add. But that sounds like, if it's video, that sounds like a hassle, like dragging it from place to place and taking video of It's whatever. tiny. It's, it's really, tiny. It's, yeah. it's very tiny. It actually even folds up the video one. It oh, folds cool. the microphone and everything. There's all kinds of little tiny gadgets for it. I already have, I think like three microphones. I have two H2, uh, Zoom H2 microphones, which are the one grade up from their basic one, which is the H1. It has, instead of just two microphones, it has four. So it, go, it can do, it can do uh, two directions, uh, either front and back, or just front, or anything like that. It, it also does an omnidirectional recording. So it's really nice. If you have two of them, I always put them around rooms and, and record all kinds of stuff like that. I like mm-hmm. keeping one in my bag, just so that if I do want to record even little tiny sounds to sample, I use that. Uh, instead of buying the the H1, which is also a great option. It really is just a little tiny stick. Kind of looks like a lighter. And all it has is one red button that records. Oh, that's cool. Straight into an SD card, and that's it. I also have the uh, mixer one that I just talked about. And so now I'm kind of looking into the... Uh, the camera. Well, you should do it. You should buy it. I don't know. Those are nice presents, man. As, as long if I get to sell the other toys that I have, <laughs> then I will be able to just get that buy way. it, man. Just buy it. But hey, uh, maybe yeah. my wife will hear this and she'll get it for me. <laughs> if you're listening right now, so to my really, really, really wants a new mixer recording toy that we're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, you should really make this guy happy. I like guitars, though. I'm not going to buy anyone because the guitars I like are far too expensive um, because I go into a guitar shop or look online, and I'm not really a guitar player. I just know a few chords and a little bit of improvisation. But um, I really like hard guitar looks. I play the drums, but I like guitars better. <laughs> because it's sexy. There's something sexy about guitars, and the guitars I like are very sexy. Like, uh, my whole life I've wanted a fresh, new, vintage, uh, well, I say fresh and new and vintage together, but <laughs> let's say a reissue of, yeah. of, uh, of uh, Gibson SG, red, shiny, with the little horns and the thick neck and mm. and holding that. So sometimes I go into the guitar shop, I take it, I play it, I don't buy it. It's not that expensive, but one day I will. Maybe next Christmas yeah, I, will, I, think, I will do it. I think what's nice about guitars is that you can hang them up somewhere, whereas the drums, if you want to hang yeah, them up, yeah. it's... Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can't put drums basically no. anywhere, yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not there to be presented in any way. Yeah. It's there just to take space, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but all of you uh, planning uh, 
buying gifts for Christmas. Uh, so I really hope you're going to get some new stuff, especially the musicians buying all those toys because it's an addiction, man. People buy, um, all kinds of microphones and cables and guitars. And, yeah. and the minute, well, if you can afford it, and the minute you get one, you can't stop getting the other one and sell the old one, get a new one. It really is an addiction uh, because it's nice. It's just like playing with toys. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought my dad, uh, not for Christmas, but for his birthday, uh, I bought him a guitar that he always wanted since he was like 13. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got him uh, um, the Rickenbacker uh, half, uh, the be famous Beatles guitar. Yeah. The Rickenbacker. The George Harrison, John Lennon guitar. Yeah, the big, the big thick one. I really don't remember its name suddenly. It got out of my mind, but I got him. Is like it a sunburst color? Uh, or it, black it's sunburst sunburst and it's it's really nice he already has a uh stratocaster from uh like wow 70s or 80s mm, that's cool american made but uh he always wanted one of those because it's also semi-acoustic so he uses it for like just playing around it's much of a much i would more fun. love a guitar like that that it's, rick and baker it looks cool too it's yeah so vintage look yeah. and you always think of the beatles when you when you see it exactly that's 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 only why he really wanted it yeah just, yeah just to look at it he always wanted, looked at those and was like ah I wish I could have those <laughs> I also have a couple of more uh, recommendations just for anybody who is planning on buying presents for each other okay let's hear uh, it there's the Ebo for any guitar. oh yeah of course the Ebo is the funnest thing in the world it's just this it's this little tiny machine that you uh, you you put it close to any string on the uh, on a guitar or yeah, if anything. You're, if you're right-handed and playing guitar, you, you hold it in your right hand. Yeah, and then you uh, stretch it along the strings. And what it does is it creates a vibration using a, I think it uses a, a magnets, and so mm -hmm. it creates these long notes uh, as if you're playing it uh, as if you're playing a violin, basically, but well, like a weird sound to it. If you are a fan of uh, Brian Eno, uh, yeah. King Crimson, Bill Oswell, all those guys, or the Steve Vai's and all those uh, guys, yeah, Steve Vai's, but Steve Vai's is a little, it's a little different. Yeah, area it's a bit quicker because it's a quicker and it's like a more rock feel. If you are a fan of all the long guitars, I don't know if Pink Floyd used this, but probably so. But I don't know. But if you're fans of Eno and Robert Fripp and all, yeah, and, and let's say today steven wilson all those guys um they use it a lot yeah and uh it's really like this psychedelic long emotional sounding feel to the guitar yeah and uh it can really if you are into it if you, it can really like get your mind to wander and stuff like that it's a really an emotional tool yeah i mean if also if you if you're into weird but fun toys for guitarists uh or actually any kind of musician could use them. There's all of the looping uh, pedals, mm -hmm. effect pedals. Mm -hmm. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it really, you suddenly, you know, you can do it always on the computer, use those kind of looping systems. Yeah, and but stuff then like you that. don't have your legs to click it. Exactly. It's so easy and it's so fast yeah. and you can create crazy stuff. I mean, I had a, I have a looper like that and uh, I always bring friends along and, and we just do this game of passing around a microphone and beatboxing. Yeah, into yeah. It. When and it's the funnest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just creates these crazy, crazy things. It's funny. What you do is you record one sound in the looper, and if you use your leg for it, so it's kind of like a cool feeling as well. Yeah. So you record one sound, like you doing a beatbox or some kind of a rhythm with your mouse or whatever instrument, and then that sound is recorded and looped 
in sync and rhythm and then you can record a different thing to it and a different thing to it and a different thing to it to you'll get some kind of an orchestral feel yeah um just with that little pedal or uh your guitar and microphone so yeah looper is great yeah uh i i think the best one i saw was a, a boss one i think i found it now it's the RC20XL. That's well, like the the main one. It's 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 big and red. And yes, yes. That's the main impressive. one and it's been around for a while now. Yeah. And every kind of a looper that uh yeah, does those things. All of the virtuoso would have it on his pedal boards. Yeah. So. Not only virtuoso, you know people like John Frusciante and uh um people that uh or Radiohead, I guess. Yeah. probably use it as well. I'm sure they do. Um it creates sounds that keep the music going and you can play something else on it yeah so that's cool yeah other than that do you have any books to recommend because i have some oh books, books. yeah i wanted to talk about this and this is good you brought it up because book look books are a great present and if you're not into books so get someone a gift card for a kindle or a amazon or some kind of an audiobook that's cool too yeah. but if we're talking about music books i'm not going to go into new ones um there are good new ones but Let's talk about music books and let's talk about autobiographies, mm. which is basically the only thing that I read <laughs> besides the news every day and all kinds of music content. Um, if I read books, it's uh, autobiographies or biographies approved by the author or the musician or whatever. And I've read a lot. I've read a lot. The last one I tried to read was uh, Patti Smith's Just Kids. Like a month ago, I was on a plane back uh, from New York to here and I got it and started reading it, and I read like 25, 30 pages, closed it, and said no more. It was too sad. She writes wonderfully, really, but she, she starts out with grief in her uh, relationship, and after that, growing up in New York as a very sick child and her friends dying, it's, it's very sad. And I wanted to get to the parts when she talks about New York in the 70s and the 80s, uh, but it was too sad to go through it. You so wanted all the far, fun parts. Yeah, basically. I'm an emotional guy. I can't, I can't like uh, look at drama movies and not cry or whatever because yeah. it's too much. You want, so, you um, want the sex, drugs, and rock and roll yes, kind this is of what, effect. This is what I want. Or just people talking about how they wrote the songs I love and mm. like or the albums I, I love in my life how did they recorded it or whatever but yeah sex drugs and rock and roll sure this is the most interesting part so for that I'm gonna recommend uh, there's a several books but I'm gonna recommend two um, the first one is Anthony Kiedis um, a book called Scar Tissue that one I heard a lot about so this is a surprise because Anthony Kiedis is um, he's not Mick Jagger He's not um, John Lennon. He's not a one that his life, his private life is so exposed to the media. Most of his private life, he kept it kind of private. He talked about it in songs like Under the Bridge, the whole drugs thing. And, yeah, and we all, all knew that he was a drug Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, of course. But this book is very surprising. For the first part, it is written very well. It is really every word there like stuck into my heart. And his story is crazy really i mean i can't believe this guy is actually alive because mm. the things that he's been through and not, not only the drugs being an addict most of his life on and off but he's been through some really weird accidents 
<laughs> that almost killed him like on the spot he had dengue disease while traveling africa what's dengue disease that's uh a mosquito bite um that uh oh hey lad <laughs> how are you sir? someone came to visit someone us someone came into the room <laughs> we can edit it later or not it's cool it's, cool. it's life um <laughs> so that's a disease where you get from mosquito bite and then um you get really really ill like chills it's kind of like malaria oh I wow think. but so dengue sounds cooler though. yeah yeah dengue sounds cool <laughs> i think I'm, i'm hoping i'm pronouncing it right by the way so he had that and he had a freak motorcycle accident uh right after leaving rehab for um for the who knows what time and uh he he crashed his motorcycle and he flew in the air like five or six times and made it and when he was a kid him and flea they used to take um like pills like uppers and they had this thing i think he was 14 15 they had the thing they used to um go into in california like every house most houses has pools like los angeles right so they used to climb on top of buildings roofs and jump into pools <laughs> just crazy kids right so they took a couple of drugs And they did it. And he missed the pool by a meter or two, fell straight on his back, broke his entire back, and was in the hospital for three months. So um, basically thinking. what you're saying is he's half human, half cat. Yeah, and he's so big and, and he has <laughs> muscles, and, he's, and he survived the whole thing. And his story is really amazing. Wow. Uh, so uh, I, I really, really recommend you guys reading it because he writes very well and the music is in his heart and, um, and the stories are, are crazy good. The other book I'm going to recommend, which is to the extreme, is the Motley Crue book. Um which uh, they did it very nice uh, if they have four members of the group so each each member writes an episode and then goes back and forth doc mcgee which is their manager also writes a few a few episodes there and they go throughout the time from the time they were just uh so it's uh, more of the band not just one person yeah yeah it's the band yeah interesting um and uh and Listen, if you want to get into rock and roll stories like the extreme ones, so Motley Crue, there, there hasn't been a notorious band like Motley. These guys were crazy. I mean, really, this is the top of the extreme with everything that has to do with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You know, Nicky Six, the bass player and the songwriter, he died. His heart stopped beating from his addiction to drugs, and they... Got him back to life like six minutes later, which is a, which something like that. He like was dead, completely dead for six minutes, and they got him back to life, which is a complete miracle. I can't believe this guy survived all these years. But uh, if you just want one story, I'm going to spoiler here a little bit. So there's a story they were on the bullet train to Japan, and Nicky Six and uh, Tommy Lee, the drummer, were always like the bad, the real bad boys of the band. The Terror Twins was their was their nickname. <laughs> so. Uh, there's this one where they were drinking tons of alcohol on the bullet train and they started beating up each other and uh, going crazy. And Tommy throws a uh, Jack, Daniel, Jack Daniels bottle trying to hit Nikki. Um, and Nikki ducks and uh, um, the bottle goes straight into someone's head. Man, like really hurting him very badly. Some on the poor little Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> this Asian man. 
and uh, really hurting them very badly. And they got arrested like the minute the train pulled in the station, cops everywhere. And they went to jail until someone bailed them off. And this is just a, a simple story. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So these are the two books I recommend if you really want uh, like a nice adventure, if you have time this Christmas and uh, ready for some crazy stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, I have a couple of recommendations. I, the books I read about music are more uh, technical. Uh, so one of them that a lot of people probably talked about is uh, How Music Works. Oh, David, David Byrne. Byrne. Yeah, uh, that book is really cool. I mean, if you don't have the patience to read a book, uh, see his uh, TED Talk. His mm -hmm. TED Talk basically does the same idea and does it very quickly. So there's not as much detail, but really the most interesting thing is how uh, the thing I really took from it was uh, he talks about venues and how venues really influence uh, the music. Mm -hmm. So he takes the example of, I think it was U2 was the, was the best example. Because U2, when they started, it was this very, uh, they had a lot of punchy uh, sounding music. Like more... A little bit more upbeat than they Yeah, are. it's more upbeat. And the, the whole reason for that, like in his uh, eyes, is because they were, they were playing in small venues. Mm -hmm. And these small venues, everybody was jumping around. It was this very... Uh, Full of energy and no echo. It was all very intimate. And uh, that created this effect of this chunk, 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 chunk. Whereas when they became these really, really big bands, uh, this really big band that uh, plays in huge venues, and there's people that are, you know, kilometers away from mm -hmm. them, that kind of sounding music could not work. It would just sound kind of muffled and, and not, it wouldn't make sense. So suddenly their music became this more flowy kind of, uh, easygoing kind of music. Yeah, easy listening pop. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he obviously also talks about the history of all these famous venues. Uh, there was one in London. I really don't remember the, the name. The Roundhouse? Like, probably. Uh, all, all of these famous punk bands played there. You no, know, I was there at the Roundhouse trying to get into a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Oh, man. And I got arrested. What? No, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I did not got arrested, but I was addressed to by police almost wanted to arrest me. I'm sorry I'm breaking up your story why, right why, here. Why? Well, it was, I went to London uh, for for a while and it, there was, it was not, the, a roundhouse is a place in Camden Town, which is a nice neighborhood in uh, London, which for years now, to this day it's a little less, but for years now it's like the, been the rock and roll place for London, Camden. Yeah. It has a market, all the rock and roll pubs, everybody goes there, it's like the... Uh, and all the young people and everything. And at the end of the market, there's this place called Roundhouse, Led Zeppelin, the doors, everybody played there. Yeah. Because it's like a really beautiful venue and it only holds, I think, 2,000, 3,000 people. So even today, when like major bands like Foo Fighters or whatever, or the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they do like a launch thing or they want to play for small audience, in Europe, they go there. Hmm. And and it's a really famous venue. It's been, it's been around for years. And... I came to town and I saw Chili Peppers are playing uh, a special show for uh, their fan club and XFM listeners, which is a radio in London. So it was the no tickets were sold to this. So I said, "What the hell? I'm gonna go there and gonna try to see if I can get in." And <laughs> and um, there were uh, of course these ticket scouters outside. They're trying to sell you tickets and. Uh, the cheapest was, I think, 280 pounds. 
which is a lot of money <laughs> to, yeah. say, to go to go see the tulipas. And I said, okay, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if they're if the show progresses. If time goes on, they're gonna downgrade the value of the ticket. But no, nothing. And I was there for like four hours. It was raining. I really wanted to see that show. And I and I met this kid. He said, I, I'm here too, and I just got a ticket. And he said, how did you get a ticket? Well, he said, well, this nice lady here was just like an older woman. Her husband called her, told her he can't come because he's stuck at work or, or something. So she, she saw me here, and she offered me the ticket. Wow. And I was so jealous. I mean, okay, <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm going fi- to try to find this kind of arrangement. Maybe, so, maybe someone is. I thought you were going to run down this guy and beat him up and take his tickets or <laughs> yeah, something. That was my thought in my head. But So I was going around. I was wearing all black. I had a hoodie on my, on my head because it was cold. I had a black bag. So five hours, like 10 minutes before the show started, up comes these three, four really musculent big guys, not wearing uniform, pulling up their badge, saying, okay, can I talk to you for a second? And took me, took me to the corner and said, what are you doing here? So I said, I'm just a fan. I, I'm trying maybe to... <laughs> they thought you were like a dealer for something? I'm trying maybe to get in to see the show. So they say, you know, they don't sell tickets to this show. I said, yeah. Um, I was hoping someone will like be considerate <laughs> yeah. and, and see that I really wanted to show. And for some reason will let me in. They thought I was, um, tickets, they thought I, I sell like bootleg tickets. Bootleg, bootleg tickets or maybe drugs. I mean, or maybe drugs. Yeah. Uh, but probably, probably so because I looked kind of suspicious. I have a beard and I had wore black clothes and I was like yeah, rocking around all, like back and forth. Just, just for you to know, you're kind of a suspicious guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, get, <laughs> I get that. I get all that. And, uh, and I said, they don't sell tickets for this show. I said, yeah, but I was hoping someone will give me a ticket. So they said, that's not going to happen. How, how would you think someone will just hand you a ticket? So I told them the story about this nice lady who gave a ticket to this boy. And, and they said, and they're wonderful English. I said, oh, this, what are you looking for? A nice lady. and and then they told me okay take your bag get the fuck out of here yeah and and I did walk in shame (laughs) knowing I'm not gonna see this show but it was okay I understood that and uh that's yeah. it. So I'm sorry. Continue with your story. No, it's, it's okay. I mean, that's a pretty wacky story. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of London, the yeah. other the other book I thought of, uh, which I haven't read in a very long time, but when I was in London, I was looking through this bookstore and I found this, How to Make It in Music. I thought that was just a great oh, idea for who, a book. Who wrote that book? There's tons of them. I was mm-hmm. trying to find the specific one that I read. Uh, it was very, very to the date. I think he releases them every year because it was like, here are the uh, producers you need to talk to, and here are the uh, companies that will maybe sign you. It was very like... Like too, how to make it in music for dummies kind of thing? No, it was more of like a, a magazine showing you all of the companies that oh, you should cool. call and all the venues in the area. It was very too uh, specifically for London. I just thought it was a really cool idea that it was like a phone book for uh, musicians, mm-hmm. basically. It just gave you all of the information. This is in a time where there was internet, but... It wasn't, I don't know, it's just cool to have it in a book. So yeah. if you find no something... No social media probably, right? Yeah, probably. Not, it was just the beginning yeah. probably of that. But uh, it, it was it was very interesting just to read, you know, how to approach it and all kinds of stuff like that. There's tons of books like these. Uh, the one I found was by Stuart James Smith. 
that's the name I found. And it's called How to Make It in Music. So, but I found millions of those. Did you read it and make it? <laughs> yeah. Look at me now. Uh, I made music, not made it in music. <laughs> That's I think. Well, some will say this is this yeah, is the way that that's the your profound way of succeeding <laughs> or whatever you know. That's yeah, the real thing. You like. know, it's uh, <laughs> I just I just looked at it as a as an interesting art piece, I guess. Uh, the the other one, which is also a very technical book, but this is one I had in my childhood. It was a tiny little book. It was a uh, it was all black. It just had these like gold writings on it, and uh, uh, it was the Harvard diction uh, Harvard Music Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of Harvard. Uh, sounds, a lot of that sounds intelligent. Yeah, it was a lot of. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of music dictionaries, uh, but I thought it was so funny because you just open a page and it'd be like the harp. The harp is made for playing on it with your fingers, and uh, will create a sound uh, quite like the piano. Oh, so formal, man. Yeah, it was very. <laughs> it was very funny because it was just these, these weird, random things. It was like, uh, what is sustain, and and all mm -hmm. kinds of just little tiny. Ideas, but it's it's interesting to read these books just to like understand the uh, the the lingo in these things, mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's also cool, books yeah. for like uh, you know to understand how uh, you know how uh, how it, what to say in a recording session. I'm yeah. sure there's books that yeah. explain when someone tells you you know talk to the uh, the talkback isn't working. Yeah, you need to know what a talkback is. Yeah, yeah. so so it's Or all kinds the, of stuff like that. Put the faders down and do you hear the click? And, yeah, do you uh, hear the click? A yeah. click. What is a click? What is that happening? Yeah, can you put the click on the one and the three instead of two and the four or whatever, yeah. And I'm sure it's stuff anybody that will go to a first recording session will learn very quickly. Yeah, I always say experience is the best, you know, you can read whatever you want and get degrees, but if you just go and work, so you're going to know everything. Yep. Uh, Maybe get some studio time for this Christmas. Like pay, pay, pay your your money that you saved and go into a studio and play. Yep, yeah, that'd be cool. That'll be a great gift. Yeah, just get the experience. I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, really, it's it's a fun experience. Uh, don't mind the uh, sound uh, the sound engineer that will be very unimpressed because he's <laughs> unimpressed with everybody. That I will tell you about any sound engineer. Uh, other stuff, you know, we didn't talk about this, but. Any vinyl player or album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get I mean, this. any album or song. I mean, really, you could that, buy all those stuff. That's a very Christmassy thing also because it's like in your home. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a family thing or if you don't have a family, so it's also nice to like cuddle up and listen to your records. Yeah. I like that. That's romantic. That's another thing. I mean, it's a great, it's a great, great gift to give. And uh, there's some cheap ones, some really exotic ones. Yeah. It really is everywhere. Uh, also, headphones I thought of. Mm -hmm. I mean... I just thought of the coolest thing to give to someone that's like a, a tech guy that really likes all kinds of weird equipment. Get him a bone conducting headphones. What's which that? Bone conducting headphones are... Sounds kind of scary. It's kind of weird. <laughs> What they do is uh, it's it's stuff that you place on your... Either around your neck. It's like this long necklace that will sit on, your, uh, on the bones beneath your neck. Uh, I don't remember what these bones are called, but whatever. They're sitting on your bones. It's either there or above your ears by your cheek. That's crazy, man. What they do is they will give this effect of, uh, they will vibrate your bones, basically, and you'll hear the music as if it's playing inside your, your head. Your body, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the, the best experience, if you, if you want to try this before you buy it, uh, put your uh, chin or even bite down on a guitar 
Okay. And you'll have the pretty much the same experience that you'll have from uh, bone conducting headphones. Oh. You'll hear the music inside your head. If if I bite on the on on the tip of the of a guitar, if I bite on it or put my chin on it, it sounds really weird. Yeah, yeah. But you'll hear it in your head. It's it's a really You can't see my face, but I'm doing like this very weird face with what <laughs> talking about. He's kind of looking at me like yeah. I'm just a weird guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but that, that that sounds like an experience, man. Yeah, it totally. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, headphones, a lot of people use uh, in-ear headphones, but if you buy uh, any studio headphones or uh, open-ear headphones, which means that the uh, the back of, of these headphones that you'll put on your head uh, are actually uh, open, is a completely different experience of playing music. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 very interesting to experience different kinds of headphones because you really hear everything differently. Uh, open ear headphones, uh, they create uh, a, a better sense of space, mm-hmm. which is really nice. You can hear the room in the recording. Yeah, and yeah. you can hear outside of what you're listening to, which yeah. is kind of nice. Like in the office, I like having headphones that I don't have to be, uh, that I'm not closed, that anybody that needs to talk to me I can yeah. talk to me, unless I'm listening to any kind of heavy metal or electronic music that, There's no way, even if it was, <laughs> even if it was just playing on speakers, that I hear anybody else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those those I think are the basic presents that uh, we both have to recommend. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, this is pretty much covers it. Uh, yeah. This is nice. I wish everybody, I wish to everyone that get these kind of presents because it's very cool. And I hope you have a great Merry Christmas with lots of music. Yeah. And cool gifts, man. Like, yeah. I like your list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing also is uh, uh, Christmas songs. Oh yeah, let's talk about a little about the music itself. Besides the the, the presents and the stuff. Yeah. Um, Christmas songs. So um, every year, there's this Mariah Carey song. Oh, it's my favorite. That's what I was <laughs> gonna is? say. I really like that song. All I want for Christmas is you, baby. Oh, it's just a great, great song. And it was released originally in 1994 by Mariah Carey. And uh, every year there's a Christmas charts going on because people are playing radio and shopping malls and stores. They're playing Christmas songs, so uh, they play this song, and it comes up number one every year for the past 11 years because it's great. Because it's great, and I guess Mariah is cool. You know, people think she's sexy, and she's she's doing it well. And but this year, and we wrote about this in the magazine too. Um, this year, for the first time in 11 years, she got dropped to number two. Ooh. And uh, the number one is a cover uh, of a song called "Happy Christmas Time," uh, "Wonderful Christmas Time." I'm sorry, by Paul McCartney and Wings, mm. which uh, was originally released in the late 70s. But the cover version that is now going in number one is a cover by The Shins. Uh, which was released in 2013 in a very Christmas uh, special called Holidays Rule. And it's uh, when people do Beatles covers. So uh, there's a thing with Beatles fans that they need to know if it was approved by the band. So this is um, Maka, uh, Maka approved. When I say Maka, <laughs> I mean McCartney. Mecca or Mecca or how they pronounce it. So he he approved this version and he also takes part in that collection with a different song. But the song is great. It has like an 80s, the original one. It has yeah. like an 80s feel to it, all kinds of synthesizers and uh, electro electronic things going on yeah, there. I like it for a couple of seconds. I yeah. Kinda get, I kinda <laughs> I like get... But I'm a sucker for Paul McCartney. Every, yeah. everything, everything he's going to do, I'm going to say this is the best thing ever and I'm a sucker for everything. So this, so, uh, this is the number one now. But you know, I like this uh, 
this was released last year, I think. Uh, Michael Bublé and Adino Manzel, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is the also- The clip is great. The clip is great. It has two children and uh, I think it's the Waldorf Astoria in uh, New York uh, in the hotel. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, that uh, dancing around and singing it to each other. It's a very romantic song, Baby It's Cold Outside, which is also a cover version on- uh, and it has like this really, I know it's a little tacky, but it has like a really great Christmas feel to it. So if you, if you're, we're talking about baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. I have to tell everybody that's listening, please on Christmas day, watch yeah. a Murray Christmas. A Christmas, Murray Christmas. The oh, Christmas the Bill Murray special, thing. Yes. Yeah. The, the Christmas special that Bill Murray did. These songs, he does all kinds of Christmas songs. He yeah, does I saw it on, ne- on Netflix. He does Baby It's Cold Outside, and oh, he really? does a great version of that. It's so easygoing, and uh, Miley Cyrus. Well, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. yeah, Miley Cyrus does an amazing job. She has one. Uh, he does it with her, the duet? Well, uh, she doesn't do that song. She does oh, another okay. song, but they do one duet, and then she does a solo song. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed. She does a really. It, it, she returns to that kind of uh, country-sounding uh, singing, and she has the place this, she came from. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an amazing control in her voice. It really is great. She's a good singer. Yeah, it's, she's a good. She 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 should like let go of that Instagram. Yeah, crap. Totally, but it's very sing. weird because the moment she talks in that thing, she suddenly has this low voice. Yeah. Like what? What was that? I, I mean, think she's she's doing it on purpose. Maybe I, I don't know. Uh, she really needs to let go of all that and all that bluntness yeah <laughs> and just focus on singing she's a good singer i like how she sings yeah i mean uh, it's it's great also george clooney is extremely funny there he also does a little sing part but it's mm. it's not really singing he's just saying a sentence again and oh, again okay but it's it's very funny and everybody there does such a good job and it, it, i was sitting at home it was freezing cold my wife's legs were on me. My cat was on me. And we were watching this thing, you know, all cur- curdled up. Did you have hot chocolate with marshmallows? No, <laughs> but it was such a fun experience. I mean, it wasn't Christmas yet, but we really had a great time. It was, uh, I really recommend it for anybody. Cool. Uh, other things I, I have to say, and this is just if you guys want to have a, want to experience something kind of weird, is uh, the CeeLo Green uh, Christmas album. What is that? Tell me about it. He did a uh, Christmas album, mm-hmm. I think about probably two years ago. Like traditional songs, covers for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he also did a couple of originals there, but it's CeeLo Green. And, yeah. and I mean, the cover of it is, you know, this CeeLo Green in the sleigh. Oh, and it's just, oh it's I remember the cover wacky. Now. I remember the album cover, but I didn't play it. Yeah, it's a wacky it. album. It's it's a lot of fun. It's kind of, it gets annoying after some time because CeeLo Green has such a, a powerful voice. And when it's something like Christmas, he makes it really like, he just doesn't stop with mm-hmm. the energy. And that, that kind of gets annoying. Uh, another one I had was uh, Run the Jewels uh, Christmas uh, mm-hmm. song. Uh, it's also just very entertaining. If you watch the video for it, I'm sure we have it somewhere on YouTube. I'm, I'm not sure if the uh, musicians have verified it, mm-hmm. but it is an extremely funny clip. And they got those two guys are just... They have fun, and I, I love seeing people that have fun. Same with uh, Bill Murray; he does just, just has fun with it. Yeah. And that's that's what's great about Christmas and anything in Christmas that that you do. Uh, speaking of that, <laughs> we were we were trying to think of uh, things that make Chris, how to make your Christmas events even more fun. Uh, 
what I wrote in our notes was uh, how to make Christmas rock okay. was the way that we took it. So how do you have you anything make... that you'd recommend to make Christmas rock? rock? Well, I guess just take the time you can take off work <laughs> and just have fun with your days off and holidays and how to make Christmas rock. Well, most places in the world, you can't go outside because it's so cold. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, how to make Christmas? That's, that's a tough question to my, I really don't know how to answer well, that. I'd start with buying the coolest ornaments you can find. I found one that was a... Uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex oh. that is dressed up like Santa. I thought that was a good one. All right. I saw a couple. Oh, yeah, ornaments is nice. A couple of kiss ornaments, which were really cool. Kiss will be everywhere, yes. Yes, of kiss course. Kiss will be everywhere. If it's Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, you can buy something that is related to kiss. They, they, will, be, they will be everywhere. Of yeah. course. But yeah, get some toys. Get some nice toys and put yeah. them on your tree or rocking yeah. toys. That and, is, uh, and, uh, is really cool. I also think uh, if anybody has the... Uh, the chops to do it, but to decorate your house. And uh, the, the only decoration that I have not yet seen and I really want to see is someone make his, uh, his driveway into a Guitar Hero uh, themed uh, driveway. And then what, it's like playing... the stripes on the floor? Yeah. Oh, that's a good that's idea, That's what I want to see. Like the stripes on the floor and then you can like walk around it. And you have to press something to make it play. And, and it's playing it... Christmas songs. And, and it the, to... do you think it lights when you... Like big, something, but like, like the movie big when you when you yeah press some, something press the like lights that and something. Well, that's I think that's that would pretty be pretty the good coolest idea. thing. I think you have your, your new startup right there. Man. Exactly, or get one of those uh, placement mats that play music that you can like run around that they always do in Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. I say put that in the entrance of your house. Anybody that comes into the house, he'll come in dancing. That's, I think that is the coolest thing to do. That's great. I always wanted to have my own theme song every time I walk into a room. Yeah, that. Like could be, you know, like the Seinfeld song. Exactly. Like the Seinfeld thing song, like everybody, like, like walk into a door or whatever, like, doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom. like hey, everybody. It's my own thing. I think they did a bit on that on a family guy, like a few years ago, like when Peter Griffin, the star of the show has his own theme song, wherever he goes. So that's could be a great feature to life. Exactly. If I, and if I can choose the theme song, like each day or whatever, like if I can have an app for it <laughs> and, and like, yeah, I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play like, um, uh, um, stairway to heaven. If like I'm, uh, I've been in a moody, <laughs> yeah, moody like shitty mood today. Or I can play just uh, Back in Black by ACDC. The, oh, with when be, I come back home, like I open the door and boom, <laughs> Hey everybody! Exactly, that also would be yeah. a cool thing for Christmas. Yeah, just yeah. Stick some kind of sensor. Maybe you should develop this. Maybe we should do this. Just that'd be has, uh, so cool. Yeah. I mean, so so those were the two things I had. I also thought that it'd just be really cool to uh, to get little tiny uh, guitar ornaments and give them to the guests and do it as if they're breaking guitars on stage oh, with cool. little tiny guitar ornaments, cool. just like cling, and it's little <laughs> tiny glass. You have to be careful because it's glass, but still, I just yeah. thought it was a cool idea. Cool, man. That's great Obviously, ideas. use Utab to play any Christmas song. Oh, yeah. We got lots of those. If you go into utab.com, you'll see our Christmas list. Uh, which also has the Mariah Carey song. Uh, <laughs> but listen, there's this version of Little Drummer Boy, uh, which was uh, back in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, was uh, performed by uh, David Bowie and uh, Bing Crosby. And <clears throat> they did um, this wonderful version of uh, coming in... The, 
people know this clip of people coming into uh, coming into a home and have a complete dialogue between them before they start singing the song. Yeah. And uh, Noam, our uh, head of um, music, uh, well, he, he has the music theory over here. And uh, he actually tabbed the entire conversation. He actually synced the entire conversation between the two. So if you look into UTAB, you can hear it and, and watch the clip and follow the dialogue which is absolutely great exactly and if you want to make the whole neighborhood happy you can uh, put a projector outside and put utab playing all the christmas songs <laughs> so that they can sing along that'd be yeah, really cool do if that. anybody does that please take like some kind of picture, picture or, or send video it us, yeah. send it to us that'd be really cool excellent um so yeah so yeah happy merry christmas to my Thank you. Um, I hope you enjoyed this time with your family and everybody else there and play lots of music and go into UTAB and play the songs and play guitar and piano or drums and spend good time with your family. Take the days off and relax because we are working way too hard sometimes. Yeah, and Merry Chikonika. Chikonika? Is that Hanukkah? Yeah, I'm just saying Hanukkah. I just had to say Chikonika because <laughs> yeah, that's Mary, how it looks. But, but, but let's say Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Not Merry Mary, okay, oh, whatever. Oh, but yeah, but Hanukkah's over, man. Yeah, that's true. We've been there. I don't know. I, they always put them together, so that's yeah. what I did. Okay, just have a happy winter. Uh, happy <laughs> time. And uh, yeah, buy gifts and make the people you love happy and take the days off and uh, play music. And we are going to record a new podcast, which will be on like real soon. Yep. And I love that we're doing this. This is great. And um, I hope you will enjoy this this one and the next one's coming along and the ones for next year as well yeah yeah we're gonna meet in 2016 man yep it's a new year <laughs> all right thank you everybody for uh listening here this is uh my name is or and this was tomai and uh what facebook facebook oh let's talk about facebook okay before we go to my uh to my mentioned me that uh you, you can log into utap.com but we're also on facebook uh on twitter on Instagram or IG, if you want to call it this way. <laughs> We're on Pinterest, on Tabler. You just just Google up UTAB and you'll find it what's, everywhere. What's our Twitter Twitter handle? Twitter handle is UTAB Music. And, and Facebook is just Facebook is just UTAB. Yeah, you can search Instagram that. Instagram is the same, UTAB Music. Tumblr is the same, UTAB Music. So it's music. all UTAB Music. Uh, and In one just, word. Just Facebook is UTAB. All, all the others are UTAB Music. UTAB Music, one word. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.